What is up, everybody? Okay, I... This is so unique. You'll never get this experience again. I'm in my car. In my car. One second. One second. I'm on my way somewhere. Got to make sure this doesn't glitch. This has got to be perfect. Yes, I'm on my way to the Chabad house, the synagogue here in London. It's Shabbat. I did not pre-plan this podcast. There's no intro. There's not going to be an outro. It's all one. All in one at the same time. I hope I don't get pulled over by cops for podcasting and driving. There's no way that's legal. Anyways, you're going to get maybe 12 minutes. It Literally, as long as it takes me to get to the Chabad house. Here we go. Um, I guess for some more context, I never miss these. Never miss them. And I'm not going to miss it. I will never miss a podcast. Every Friday, you're going to get it. I don't care what it takes. I don't care if it's two minutes long. You're going to get one. Usually, I make them in advance. Don't have to worry. I got a little relaxed, to say the least. So here we are. It's happening right here, right now in the car. And first off, it's going to become like a little diary session. You're going to hear me just preach about my life. And I'm going to kick this off with just how, you know, vulnerable people feel around me. Um, I'm very lucky in my job. People are at a vulnerable state. And because of this, and because I personally identify as a vulnerable person, they also tell me a lot of things. And I love that. Now, and so I joke that I am part therapist. I'm behavior coach life coach, therapist, and strength coach all encapsulated into one because people see me as many times a week as they see their family and friends, to be honest. It, actually, they see me more than they see a lot of their good friends. For this reason, you know, I see people for years and years at a time, multiple times a week. They feel super comfortable around me, especially my youth. And I hear crazy, crazy shit. Anyways, how's that for an intro? Good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom. For all my goyim, have a great weekend. Puppy alert. Oh my gosh, what an adorable puppy. I know I'm going a million miles a minute here, but, uh, oh, they're teaching it to sit at a crosswalk. This is unedited on everything. This is raw. Um, anyways, also I want to tell you about my aspirations, man. I cannot stop thinking about five years from now, whatever, when I have a portfolio of properties, when I'm training a solid eight people at a time, no more than, you know, I've had um, 40 clients at a time. It was hectic, chaotic, never again. Right now I'm sitting at, uh, about 15. Love it. Sweet spot. But to give eight people the most care and then to have a portfolio of rentals and to be financially independent. Now people hear that like, what do you mean? Zev? you're financially independent. You live by yourself. You have your own place, blah, blah, blah. No, no. Financial independence people is when your passive income pays for everything in your life, every expense in your life you can think of. That's financial independence. Now, because a lot of people, I don't want to just mansplain and give people definitions. I tell people, yeah, I want to retire in six years or five years, whatever. We'll see. And I try, honestly, I don't expect that. And again, prepare for me to ramble here. But anyways, I don't expect that. And I'll tell you why. I'm not going to be this pessimist that says like, have no goals and you won't be disappointed, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying expectations literally set your perception of reality. Your entire fabric of reality is woven through your expectations. Fun fact, because think definitions, beliefs are all expectations. We believe and expect things to be called certain things and for people to do certain things in certain situations. If those expectations shift, your world shifts right now, for example, you expect to have clothes that you can put on. Imagine if, and so if you didn't have any clothes, you would feel horrible, embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. It's because you have an expectation. You expect to go home and sleep in a bed. If you didn't have any bed to sleep in or a place to go, 
you'd be upset. But if your expectation was you didn't have a bed to sleep in, hence some people, very few, but some people who are homeless aren't miserable per se. It's just their, their life. And it's because their expectations are very low. They don't expect to go home to a warm bed or a house. Anyways, so I try not to latch on to these expectations, but I do want to hold myself accountable. I've made a mini contract to myself. Like I'm going to do this now to get deep. And what Eckhart Tolle would deem is that I'm just the observer of this programmed vessel of meat, (laughs) Um, (laughs) vessel of meat. Literally, I am aware that this thing called Zev, someone named me Zev, my whole environment has programmed me to want to scale a portfolio and has programmed me to want to be kind to my clients and to love and to this and that. It's all been programmed and I'm just here for the ride. So yes, we have a lot of control, but I'm not going to be like, I'm going to reverse my programming for fun because this is where it gets kind of paradoxical is if you start to say, screw it, I'm going to reverse this programming. Like if I'm programmed to this, I'm going to prove to the universe that I can override it. Well, that's a fallacy. That's false. You cannot override the universe because your programming was to try to beat your programming. That is just your programming. So whatever decisions happen is out of your control. This is why I don't believe in free will, even though it's philosophical. So there's no answer. I don't believe in free will. And I personally, sorry, if I ever have to check my blind spot, it's, and I cut out a bit, that's why. So anyways, that's why I'm just telling you, I uh, don't really expect much. I hold myself accountable, but let's just say life's a win-win. So if I get the rental portfolios and if I get solid clients that I can charge a hundred an hour, blah, blah, cool. That's it. Cool. But listen, if I don't get any of that, I'm also not upset because I need to understand that it was never mine in the first place. I'm not entitled to anything. None of us are entitled to a thing. Therefore, we should be grateful for everything we have. And for that reason, I'm not entitled to the portfolio or the clients or this job or this life. And so whatever happens, I am okay with because I'm observing when you observe and the thinker, because you are not the thinker. When you have thoughts, that's not you. That's been programmed. It's out of your control. If you observe those. And so if I'm observing pissed off Zev because he didn't get the life he wanted, whatever that observation is, whatever the observer is, that's peaceful. And you're like, what? That doesn't sound peaceful. To observe a thought, to observe your physical state, your senses, to observe your senses. That's part of my, that's what mindfulness is, people. When you meditate and you're mindful, you go through your senses. When you're aware of all these things, because your thoughts, yes, it's not a sense, but to think also brings you to present because every thought is a present thought. So even if you're thinking about the past and the future, technically those don't exist because it's just a thought right now. That's all we can prove. Everything else is speculation. Our whole life is speculative. Even the past is speculation because it doesn't exist anymore. So we're just kind of guessing that that had happened. I know it's a stretch. I know. I understand. But I'm just saying. So back to getting on track here. So um, I don't really expect anything, which sounds pessimistic, but it isn't. Trust me. It's peace. And and that's what I'm like to go back to Eckhart Tolle. There is always peace in the unmanifested. So where there is no story, where there's no definition, where there's no beliefs, that's exactly where peace lies. You understand what I'm saying? So for me to start getting pissed about uh, not having the life I want, that right there is a story that has been created. I created that story because someone taught me to believe to be pissed off if I don't reach my goals. Someone taught me 
what even the concept of being upset is if I don't, and the concept of goals. And every word in those sentences was taught to me. It's a belief, it's a definition, it's a label. Therefore, it's fake. Therefore, it's not real. Anything that is created is not real. Anything that can be destroyed is not real. Therefore, when you observe what's been created, that is real. Now, the second I start calling that observation a name, like the second I've given it a name, like the observer, observation, true consciousness, true consciousness, essence, um, yeah, you named it, all that. That, the fact that I just named it, it's fake now. The realness cannot be named. And that's where the solitude kicks in. That's where you're like, fuck, I'm alone. And it's depressing. But it's not depressing once you see that there's peace on the other side. And you have to actually start going back and saying, wait, why is it depressing that I can't tell anyone this? Oh, that's the ego clawing my brain out saying, I want to be alive. I want to exist. And um, you just have to start to unlearn. You have to be like, oh, that's my self-talk wanting to survive. I'm just a being trying to survive. Simple as that. And there's peace there. Anyways, that is why that's my goal right now. Portfolio have solid clients that I'm paying, that are paying good money. And so I can actually give them like the best top notch service and not divide my energy. Cause I don't care who you are. You're going to have to divide your energy in life. Your family, if you're a stay at home parent, your family's getting all your attention. That's awesome. If you're working, they're getting a sliver of it and your partner's getting another sliver and your rec league's getting another sliver. Like the more you divide yourself up, it's slivers. It's like Harry Potter with the horcruxes. If you keep dividing your spirit up, before you know it, you're a fucking skeleton with no soul. And I saw a joke once. That's what business owners are. They've literally split their soul so many times that they're dead inside. <laughs> Anyways, um, I, I also want to be healthy. And I also don't want to have a wife and kids. That's not part of the agenda. Get off the street. Oh, my God. Downtown, you get some tweakers that will just run on the roads. Anyways. The, oh my god, these storm clouds out in front. My goodness gracious. Yeah, so where was I there? Um, oh, yeah, in my future plans actually don't involve a partner. And I was talking to my client today. And, and, and some people want kids before they have a partner. They just know they want to have kids. They just know they want to be a parent. I sit in the boat that I only want kids... If I love my partner a ton and want to have kids with that loved partner, otherwise no desire whatsoever. And actually this is something I meant to talk to my mother about, but I'll talk to you guys about it first. I really like living a different life ever since this is going to sound like the weirdest analogy. Pardon me. It's kind of cringy. I like to dress different. If you know me, I wear weird stuff because I like being different. Who wants to be a copy and paste human being? It's for me personally, lifestyle wise, no different. I love doing the extra meditating at night, blue light blockers, waking up early to win the day. All these things that are, you know, are not normal. Um, I love getting deep with people. I like skipping small talk. I like, I like doing things differently than the rest of the the world. And, um, and pretty much to segue there, I also want a different life. A part of me wants to be the guy to be like, yeah, I didn't have kids or a family. And I actually traveled the world like a a fucking movie. Like my life is a movie. And oh oh my God, we got so many buses. One sec. This is a sketchy maneuver I got to do with my, with my, oh, Dios, oh, Dios, oh, Dios. 
Hello. I just saw the Robinson. I'm breaking Shabbos so hard right now. Anyways. Anyways, so people, that's uh, that's what I, that's exactly what I'm, I'm talking about. That that's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I like living that different life, and uh, and and a part of me really wants to just be a different human being. Literally, for centuries, people have all lived the same lives: family, job, retirement, career. I would love to be that guy that just lives the most unique life, a, a life no one's heard before. Anyways, anyways, it, 12 minutes. I'm actually surprised we got through 12 minutes. Everyone's coming to shul. I got to get in shul. I'm pumped right now. Um, this is so much fun. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is, like I said, no intro, no outro. We're happening all at once. And good Shabbos. The end of the week, I can relax now. This is so lovely. Hey, Hannah. So, um, yeah, that's it. I'll see you guys later. And, and please call me up, text me. I want to hear your aspirations. I love talking about people's aspirations with them. Bring such nachis. I'm telling you, I never miss a week. I am never going to miss a week of this podcast. Mark my words. All right. Take care, everyone. I love you all.